just remember, we just kindness. If we get canceled, we get canceled. Who oh my cares? God. You can't get canceled when you haven't even started. <laughs> What is good, you guys? Hey, everybody. This is episode 11 of the 11. Don't Do Stupid Shit podcast. Or, I mean, season two, episode one. <laughs> We're on to season two. Season two. Feels Actually, scary. yeah, season two, episode one. No, I That's like what this 11. Is. No. Okay. We're on season two. 11. I'm overruling that one. <laughs> Today, Fine. well, I guess I should I should start with... Sharing a little bit. I, I went and filmed a YouTube video last week um, asking college students controversial questions. Yeah. And when we were thinking about a topic for this episode, I said we should talk about some of those same questions that I asked college kids. And now, five seconds before I start this episode, she wants to try to say that, <laughs> oh, I don't know if we should do that, this and that. Okay, like, let's, let's rewind. So we did. We had a guest lined up for today, and our guest needed to wait an additional week yes. to be able to um, do this podcast with us, which was totally fair. Uh, you'll but, understand why, too. Yeah, but that left us kind of last minute trying to decide what we were going to do today because I'm actually leaving out of town in two hours. You act like this isn't every week trying to figure out last minute what we're going to do. <laughs> I feel like we talk about it a little bit more than this. We talk about it a little ahead of time. This one was really last minute. Yeah. But I'm actually leaving out of town and I'm going to be gone until Friday. So it was like do or die. Record now um, or we have to do it via Zoom. And so... Well, not Zoom. We actually... We yeah, transitioned. Oh, actually, this is a point. We transitioned to Buzzsprout. As our host platform, yep. which is shout out Buzzsprout, you know, if you guys want to, yeah. you know, partner Ooh, with us, whatever, yeah. you know, come along. <laughs> no, but shout out Buzzsprout. We've transitioned over to Buzzsprout, and it's a cool platform. So excited for that. And yeah. then we also uh, got all set up on Riverside FM, which is uh, a recording platform for like um, remote episodes. So. We're not going to be doing Zoom, um, Riverside. The quality should be a lot better when we're doing remote episodes with guests or if mom's somewhere else or I'm somewhere else. So yeah, um, just a little side note. Yeah, so we've been putting in work this week. Yeah. Uh, we've been coming up with some new things. We thought we had this episode lined up, but that's okay. Things change. Mm -hmm. So Josh went and recorded some controversial questions yesterday and did some interviews and so then we thought we would do that today and then now i'm chickening out i don't even think okay yes some of them are controversial for sure but i mean i don't know one of the girls in the video you can go watch that video on tuesday on my youtube channel or well i guess this is coming out thursday so it dropped two days ago yeah they're <laughs> still catching up I'm like, it's fucking with my head but yep. You can go watch that video if you want. One of the girls towards the end made a good point that she doesn't believe there's... What did she say? She she said that the, really the only thing that makes something controversial is if you're not willing to hear somebody else's opinion. Yeah, Or someone exactly. else's thoughts on something. Which 
I kind of love. I think that's kind of true. Because super accurate. It, everybody is really, ultimately, as humans, we're entitled to come to our own conclusions on things. Whether that lines up with somebody else's or not um, isn't really the basis for what is truth or what is right or what is whatever. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of things that most of us do center on and agree on. And we kind of rally around as humans, which I think is a good way of being able to decide if something is really um, stands the test, I guess. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that don't. And so really what makes it controversial is if people are willing to fight over their differing of opinions on something versus being willing to hear somebody else's opinion, which may not change your stance or your belief on it. Um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be considered controversial yeah yeah i mean me and mom are obviously if you guys haven't been able to tell from the previous episodes we're both very open-minded people like i I wouldn't i wouldn't say i mean sure there's certain you know certain things that you know maybe we're very firm on our beliefs but i think that like for the most part we're always pretty open to having a conversation about anything really um and I don't questions. even know that I can say, like, I wouldn't say necessarily firm as much as maybe for the time being, we feel like we kind of know the answer that resonates with us. But I feel like I'm always at least questioning if that's changing. Well, I think there's a couple things you're probably pretty firm on, which is understandable, at least from the perspective of, like, you being a woman and, oh, like, having true. conversations with, like, a male or yeah, a man no, about right. it that you're are right. like, right. you have no clue like what it's like to be a woman, which is completely understandable, right? Yeah, like, that's true. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. But even in that, I think sometimes I'm willing to question those and see if that still stands up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for like, sure. Do I still really? You'll believe? you'll still have a conversation right up until the point where you feel like it's become like belittling or maybe like you know. Like, that's true. I think like I think that's respectful though of anybody and any gender is and any person is if the way that you're questioning what somebody believes is in a way that is trying to take away from their experience, that's not okay. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. You have to be yeah. able to leave room for somebody's personal experience to inform the way that they believe because that is the experience that they're living. Yeah, I mean again it's like it would be I'm a white male. I'm trying to go yeah. argue with an African American or Asian or Hispanic person about their experiences, you know, yeah. being Hispanic, African American, Asian, or me trying to go argue with you as a woman about right. what it's like to be a woman or right. it, it, same thing. But yeah, agreed. Oh yeah. Anyways, though, so the the <laughs> questions I'll I'll list off the questions if I can remember correctly what I asked in the video where. Um, I think the questions were, is God real? Um, is there life after death? How many genders are there? Mm-hmm. Is abortion a human right? Um, is, what was it? Is the death penalty, or do you believe in the do death believe penalty? believe in the death penalty. Mm-hmm. And then there's one more, I think. Oh, should trans athletes be able to participate in women's sports? Yeah, and that comes right out of the news cycle right now. That's kind of been a topic that... Um, has been out there i know there was a whole thing wasn't there recently with that 
Yeah, there's, I mean, there's been a bunch of stuff. There's like, I saw uh, that. I follow someone on Instagram and that came up on there about a week and a half ago. That came up on their thing where they had taken a position about it and then they got a lot of, um, a lot of flack and feedback and they really stuck to their guns on it, which I, I mean, good for them. Like, yeah, I mean, there's a, yeah. there's a, for any of you listening or watching, there's a, a platform called Twitch, which is like a big streaming platform where creators go on and live stream and talk to their viewers or whether it's their video playing video games or just creating or whatever it may be. But anyways, there's one of the biggest creators on that platform. Well, not anymore because I guess he got permanently deleted off the platform. His oh, name's Aiden Ross. Okay, I don't know um, about this. Anybody, anybody over the age of probably 30 wouldn't know who this is. So, okay. So well, if you're over 30, which is, you know, probably a good few of you, like, you can do your research. But he, he basically went on Twitter and was, like, very firm and adamant that there's only two genders and, oh, like, okay. stated his opinion. And um, he got, like a ton of backlash for it and like taken off the platform as one of the biggest creators and this and that. And again, and what was the basis for that? Was that just based on people's complaints or what was the counter? What was the counter argument? There I, that I think would... they just considered it hate speech. Interesting. Which is again, like, you know, that's a huge debate and argument right now is like, I mean, there's a lot of uh, YouTubers or streamers or creators, whatever, content creators that are getting, like, kind of, you know, quote-unquote canceled or their that, their accounts deleted because... Yeah, that's been going on for a long time. I guess my question in that, I didn't see any of that, but my question is, why did he feel he needed to address that topic? I don't know. And what would be the point of having to stake a claim? Oh, he just felt like he wanted to share his opinion. Yeah, see, but sometimes I think that's, I think that's part of the conversation right there in and of itself is that just because you have a thought or an opinion on something doesn't necessarily mean that you need to come out and stake a claim or, or, you know, I would, I would your flag in the ground. Yeah, I would, I would agree. Like, like, need, like, as if it matters. It's, it's not necessary at all. I like, I would agree with that. Like there again, there's two coins to the this whole situation. Like two sides to the coin. Two whatever. Coins say, two sides. Two, no, there's two coins. <laughs> Fuck that. There's two coins. There's two coins. She's trying to make me look stupid. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> there's there's two coins in this situation. <laughs> well, technically, it's not two sides because I'm not about to address the argument. I'm about to address the fact that there's it's unnecessary for him to be stating his opinion like that. But then I also feel like it's unnecessary to be removing him from the platforms and stuff just for stating his opinion. Yeah, but I think that's the that's the cautionary tale when you're in a position where you carry any kind of influence and you have any kind of um, sway, I suppose, and people that follow you is that unfortunately, because it's not people that you're close to. So like if I have sway in your life, it's because we've built a relationship. Right. But if I have sway in somebody's life that I've never met, they don't know the motivations behind maybe where I'm at and they might take my position or my opinion and they might use it to harm others. And so I think the the big come down in social media these days is about 
if you're going to be out there and you're going to have all these people that are following you who don't really know you, you best be very careful what you put out into the universe and what you say and what kind of claims you make because somebody can take that very statement that you're making or that opinion or that camp that you've yeah, put your flag turn up it in into and they can turn it into a reason to harm others. And that's, I think, what they're trying to prevent is this, this secondary effect which is that then people use as an excuse to take it one step further yeah yeah no i hear that for sure i would i would say i would like to think that that's the reason for sure i think it does i think i i think that there's a lot of other reasons as to why they may want to well there's a lot of public (laughs) pressure and i think a lot of companies feel like they have to cave to public pressure well there's a lot of there's a lot of also, there's a lot of sponsors, a lot of money involved right. in the decision making. That's like, what I'm saying is there's a lot of companies that feel like they've got to cave to the public, the majority public opinion and the public pressure. Because, again, it does affect their bottom line and it does affect their future. And everybody understands that. That is one of so it can be used for good and it can be used for for bad. Right. But well, that is like, one of the at, positives like, of knowing what as people a majority can conjure up and create and change by having a majority opinion. Like I look at that with like Colin Kaepernick, like in the whole situation with like Nike and everything, like him, you know, taking a knee on all all this stuff. Everybody ditched him and then they've all brought him back. Like, okay, come on. There's just a lot of, there's a lot of finicky. Yeah. But so <laughs> but, I'm going to get right into what I, you didn't want to oh get God, into. No. Okay. I'm going to say this though, really quick in that frame. And I think about this from a parenting standpoint, but I can see where from a, you know, an influencer or somebody that is out there in this public domain, which we never used to have. Right. So the people that we used to see that were influencers had PR reps and very crafted and carefully yeah. calculated and, they had contracts and agreements. They were actors or musicians Correct. that had a whole team and they around had, them. Right. And they had contracts that like guided their way and people that were saying like, no, you're not going to say this in public and yet it. Now it's kind of Over the last call. 12 years, it's been like, and even more recently, like with TikTok and right. everything, like it's there's kind of a these free-fall. kids that are just Lots of people can gaining. be out there and gain influence. But mm-hmm. what I will say about that is that I think this rule of thumb, and I used to think about this from a parenting standpoint, is that what I excuse in moderation, you will excuse in excess. And so that's this thing, this idea that if I say in moderation, this is okay, people that I influence will generally then excuse that in excess. So it's taken to a next level, right? And that's where it's so important that people that do have influence are very, very cautious about what they say and put out there because it may be you might be saying it or you might be stating it and you might have a whole lot behind it that seems moderate and healthy, but unless the people that are directly involved that are you're influencing know you well enough to know that, they're going to excuse that behavior in excess and that's where it becomes extreme. And we've seen that from the political side of the world to entertainment to you. That's even the rap, right? When we talked before about music in the music episode, 
that's even the influence of lyrics and the influence yeah. of a certain type of persona. So like if a rap artist is out there talking about gangs and drugs and all these kind of things, they may not even be participating in that, but the influence that they have. Oh, I know have, plenty that aren't. Exactly. <laughs> but the still... influence that they have where they're putting that out is this is like an okay and like acceptable or positive thing. The people that they're influencing are going to take that to an excessive space. Yeah. And that's that. I think that's that mark of okay. really being cautious and careful. Mom, do you believe in the death penalty? <laughs> Um, okay, here we go. We're, we're diving into the questions now. So I listened to your video and I saw somebody, I won't spoil, spoil well, I guess. Well, it's already out now, so right? don't, you can spoil so it. So somebody did say in there that it's used as a leverage. Like and a bargaining I, tool. Yeah, as a bargaining tool. And I never had thought about it that way. Um, so I guess I'll say, I'll, I'll say it this way. Um, no. I have not believed that the death penalty is the right way of handling things. I don't believe that if somebody acts in a space of God and takes a life, that gives us the right to then act in the space of God and take another life. Yeah. Like, I can't make that make sense to myself. Um, but from the standpoint of a consequence that would allow leverage for prosecutors and things like that to get more information to help families find closure, mm -hmm. I could totally understand that side of it as a, as a tool. But then again, it, you can't, you can't leverage it as a false threat because then you don't, it doesn't actually work. So you right. have to be willing to follow through. And do I think that the follow through is worth it? I don't know. I've never been in a position, though, to have to answer that question because I've never been on the side of somebody killing a loved one of mine and needing and wanting to know where that person's body was or I can't sit in those shoes because I'm not there. Yeah. So it's. I think that's the biggest thing, right? I can have the opinion that I have based on my very limited exposure and experience, yeah, but I, mean, I haven't walked in those shoes to know what it would feel like. I'm in the same spot. Like I'm, I'm very split on it because where I do think like there can be, you know, a useful aspect to, you know, again, a bargaining tool and like being able to, like you said, find, you know, maybe where the bodies are, provide some closure for the yeah. families of the victim, like so on. Like I also think where another one of the kids in the video said, like, you can't play God. Yeah. Like, exactly. and, and who are you to, you know, Right. take somebody's life that just took somebody else's life like right. where where is that you know so I think like I think again that's one of those questions where I'm very like split on because it's like like fuck like that's hard like I don't think like morally speaking like it's right to you know take somebody's life for you know whatever crime or whatever they've done yeah. necessarily but at the same time like I do think like the families deserve closure and like in closure, a lot of the times that means wanting to know where the body Having is or how it happened yeah, or exactly. so on. Yep. So yeah. I, I don't know. That's a tricky one. but I can say for me personally, if I, one, I never get called for jury duty. Um, I think it's because I was born in Canada. I've so. never been called for jury duty. I think that's because. Your dad I'm, has. I've never. Oh. <laughs> your dad didn't even. Your dad is, gets called for jury duty. Uh, I've never been called for jury duty. Why have duty? I never been called for jury duty? Probably because you're not quite, well, 
I don't know. There's it, plenty of kids that are 22, 23, 21 getting called for Yeah, but you've gotten in some trouble. So maybe they weed you out. Yeah, I was right that, well, that's what I was thinking too. But your dad? But again, he's getting but, called but, for jury duty. And, only in the probably the last decade. So well right, past so, his yeah. trouble. I've never been called. And I think that's because I was born in Canada. I think there's got to be something about that. But what I, I will say, maybe, <laughs> um, what I will say about that is if I ever did get called for jury duty on a case where the death penalty was possibly going to be on the table. You'd include yourself? I would definitely try to get myself out of that. Yeah. I don't ever want to be responsible the for The deciding decision. factor for whether nope. somebody's executed or not? No, nope, I don't. I don't. And luckily, I don't think here in Washington that is even on the table, right? I don't think we have the death penalty in Washington. I don't think we do. Yeah. No. But anyway, I wouldn't want to be in that position. That I can say for yeah. sure. Okay, what about... Uh, so I'm, I'm not going to get into the... I'm not going to get into the two genders because... Or how many genders. Or how many genders. Are, I'm just not going to touch that one. <laughs> yeah. That's... that's. I think there's... Know. I think one that gets very convoluted very quickly because there's a lot involved in that. And again, from our experience, we have no... Um, we have no personal experience with any of that. So yeah. I think it's foolish to try to form an opinion around something that you have never touched or experienced. Yeah. That's yeah. my take. What I will, what I will bring up though, is the, we were talking about it yesterday, the, the trans athletes being able to participate yeah. in like women's sports or stuff like that. And again, I'll, I'll, I'll make this very clear before we even touch this subject. Like I'm all for, do whatever you feel you need to do. Like, I, I don't have, you know, I'm not yeah. judging anybody here. I'm not, I'm not here to say, you know, don't do what you feel is right for you. I Yeah, we're very open yeah, to I, the idea that people need to live this life um, as true to who they believe they are as possible. Yeah. We're all in that journey. I'm in that journey. Like, and I, I can't. Again, I don't know what it's like to be in somebody else's experience. What I can empathize with is what it feels like to feel like you can't be who you want to be and who you believe you are and who you feel inside. I mean, I grew up in an environment where that on a very small scale compared to some people's experience um, was very stripped from me and very shut down. And I was not accepted for who I was. And I was really put into a position to try to have to be, um, accepted by being somebody, um, that was counter to really who I am. And I've been in a process over the last handful of years of allowing myself to shed a lot of that and get back to accepting, my personality and who I am as a person and loving that. So I can't even imagine what it would be like to have to experience that in a society where there's so much judgment and so much harshness For sure. around it. Um, when it comes to gender identity, sexuality, like that just is, I mean, I can't get my, I can't get there. Yeah. I, I did want to bring this one up just because it's like a hot topic right now. Yeah, and it is. It's been up there. I think there's a lot of different perspectives and like I've looking or looked into it a little bit and like to be honest, like I was sharing with you, like I one, I think like anybody that's 
trained and spent their life or is passionate about what they're doing, like, should 100% be able to, like, you know, participate and do whatever at the highest levels. Yeah. Like, there's no reason. To somebody, I mean, to something, to learning, to growing, to training, to being the best, like, you should be able to participate. There's no part of me that would be like, oh, don't let them participate. Fuck that. Like, that's bullshit. Like, they've spent their entire life training and getting to that level. Like, I would be heartbroken if I was in that position. Like, that's terrible. I will say, though, that, like, when it comes to, like, the, you know, like, where are they supposed to participate? Like, you were talking yesterday, like, the Olympics is, like, now testing for, like, testosterone levels? Or what what were you saying? Well, I don't, again, this is a very uninformed, like, I read some things, Olympics or two ago, so it's been around for a while. But when they have a question of, um, so where this stems from is that there are people that are born with unidentifiable genitalia. So at the time of birth, they have had to decide, do we put this person in as a male or a female gender role? That's been traditionally how we've done things in the world and as society. And so usually at that point, if they're not able to tell the family kind of chooses like they, the doctors pretty much say, well, what do you, do you want to raise them as a boy or a girl? That's, that's how limited it's been. And so what has happened is when there has been an athlete that has come up through the ranks that has been good enough to participate at that Olympic level, um, the Olympics has, um, some testing that they do. And there's some limits that you have to test within the range to be able to compete in the women's category of that sport or the men's category of that sport. And it, there was an athlete that, um, had been raised and as a female. And, um, when they tested, she was just outside that range, um, and sat more in the male, um, side of their testing range. And so they weren't going to let her participate in the Olympics. Now, I don't think she did get to participate. I don't know that I agree with that, but I also understand why they're trying to find some sort of range in there. Well, because um, there's like, there is an unfair advantage if, you know, well, somebody I, has far more testosterone and like, Well, you know. it affects your muscle, it, which obviously can affect your performance, your speed. Like there is definitely some things there that we know makes a difference. Um but it's a tough one because I think what I saw, and this was, we brought this up, the person I follow on Instagram that is well known and has a platform and was speaking about this and his platform and where he comes from is his life has been fighting, um, against, um, mental health that has brought people to the point of wanting to commit suicide and his whole purpose and intention has been a nonprofit to help people realize that there's life to live and to not be, um, feel like the only out they have is suicide. And so what he brought forward was he was like, look at people want to belong and we need to just provide a space for humans to belong. And so sport can't be more important than a human's sense of belonging. Yeah. Right. Sport is a something that we engage in that we use for entertainment. It's amazing. We get inspiration from these athletes that are incredible. But at the 
basis of this human experience is the ability for people to know that they belong and that they're loved and that they're cared for. And so his take on it is like, if they should be allowed to compete at any level at, in any stage. And it, because the belonging is more important. Yeah. And I get that. I absolutely get that. And I think from a human loving, inclusive, um, caring standpoint, that's the right answer. Yeah. And then, but then, you know, you have the flip side of that, which is if, you know, and really you only see this, right? So I think this is the argument that people are having right now is really um, going from male to female in a female sport because the other 100%. way around, it's not. It's not providing it really an advantage no, it doesn't. from a physical Correct. standpoint. So it's really that that direction that seems well, to be Well, it's like the example I gave you the other day of like the the trans woman that ended up just <laughs> annihilating everybody in the, like the wrestling yeah, and like like there was no competition for like yeah and the, i mean that's hard i can imagine what it would be like to be an athlete and have trained your whole life and feel like maybe this person has an advantage that you don't have but at the same time i'm not in either of those spaces So I really don't get to have a say in that sense outside of the general consensus that people need to belong and we need to put people first before these. Yeah. Me personally, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going for a gold medal. So exactly. That's (laughs) what I'm saying. Like I'm not, I don't have, I'm not, I don't have skin in the game, so to speak outside of the belief that we all need to belong and we all need to be loved and we all need to be cared for. Yeah. And that, in my mind, should always lead the conversation. I agree. I agree. Yeah. But it's a tough one. There's a lot of, there's a lot of different topics. I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot of controversy and all sorts of nonsense. Again, I'm pretty just laid back. Like, well, like I don't I really give she a said, fuck. There's only controversy if you're willing to stake your claim and not be willing to hear somebody else's view. Yeah. Exactly. Right? If you're open to hearing and and being open to these varying things, it may mean that in the end you don't have an answer. Mm-hmm. But sometimes not having an answer is better. Better than a bullshit answer. And or staking your claim in a space that's gonna, you know, potentially hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, we're not gonna dive into the rest of the questions. We're gonna keep this That's one. it. <laughs> Yeah, I think so because that's, <laughs> that's like th- that's like thirty five minutes. Get out of here! Yeah, ho ho ho! All right, you're checking time. It's thirty minutes. But... Okay, let's maybe wrap it up with one more. Okay, which um, one? Okay, hold on, because um, we we brought up. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm about... not touching the two genders. One. No, no, we like already that. decided that. Uh, uh, what was another one? What did we do? We did three of them, right? Well, we talked about re- reincarnation. There was that one. There no, was that, that wasn't. Do you believe in God? Do you believe in God? Is there life after death? We touched the trans one. The the genders. Death penalty. Death penalty. We already did that one. What like was the was last? A There's a sixth one. <laughs> what was the sixth one? I don't know. Hold on. Let me think. Pausing. Pausing for thoughts. I don't remember. Neither do I. We just Why am I blank? Yeah, I know. Why am I blanking on it? I have no idea. My mind's in a fucking fog right now for yeah, some seriously. reason. 
Is there Okay, well let's maybe let's maybe do this one. Okay. Rap music or rock music? Stake your claim. Rap music. Rock music. Well, rap comes from rock. Which is why rock music is where you should always start. No, rap. No, For rock. Me, Rock. 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 Is that what you're Rock. staking your claim? Rock. No. No. Definitely rap music, but Okay, we'll Rock talk music. about we'll talk about the the afterlife one. We were talking about I mean, I I said like I have no fucking clue. I don't know if there's an afterlife. I'd like to think there is, but I have no clue what it looks like or Well, I think somebody that answered that question said that they'd like to believe there is because it gives you hope that maybe there's something um, that this whole thing is leading to, which I think is a really interesting point because I think that's a lot of why people believe it. I remember the last question. Okay, what was it? Is abortion a human right? Oh, we can end on this Yes, one. it is. Yes, it is. Yep. There we go. I got that's my not even. Yeah, we do have our opinion on that. And um, this is what I'm going to say about that. I was 17 and I got pregnant. And I can tell you right here and right now that that decision to keep my child um, was mine and my unknown. And I grew up in a place that was equivocally um, pro-life, which I don't believe that they were pro-life because they were abusing people recklessly. Um <laughs> completely but um it's pretty i was one ironic. of those i grew up you know picketing abortion clinics that was something that i was doing at a very young age which again is a whole other <laughs> conversation that you would bring kids to doing that but, what are the odds yeah but what i believe is that until you are in somebody's experience and we kind of touched on this at the beginning you don't get to decide for them what your body your choice do. Well, and it's also, if you believe in a maker, if you believe you were created, if you don't believe you were created, whatever. You don't get the final say. That's so between you. Up. Your existence is between you and whatever you believe is past that space. Yeah. If that's a God, if that's not a God, that's, that's a personal thing. Yeah. Now, I do believe that, that you can't create life on your own, so I believe that there should be consideration to both people and yeah but again that's where that's where like a lot of the times like it's like if somebody goes through some really fucked up shit and yeah the other person doesn't get a fucking right to decide yeah that's right i I agree like oh i cannot i can't tell you what to do within the space of your body and your life and you in turn should not be telling me what to do within mine exactly oh i also had the i also asked this wasn't on the list but does money buy you happiness? Oh yeah, we can finish with that. And I, I think I think it I, I think to an extent it definitely does. Like one of the guys I talked to, he was like very well spoken and he, he was basically like money can alleviate a lot of the like daily problems or stressors. Yeah, like that's true. he he said like something along the lines of like money buys health. And yeah, that's exactly what he said. It yeah. contributes to your health and that's a major contributor to your happiness. Yeah. And he said, he said not too much money, like in excess, but enough money to like preserve your health and well being. like on a day to day, like a hundred percent money can buy happiness in that sense. So yeah. Can you find happiness without money? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So again, it isn't either or, right? But 
they have those studies where it talks about like at least here in the United States, well, in the Pacific Northwest, there was this guy who's a business owner here in Seattle and he um, looked into it. And basically at the time, I think it's higher now, but at the time when this was a decade ago, he said like $72,000 a year was like the point where people weren't better off if they had more, but they were definitely worse off if they had less. That was the amount that allowed you to pay your bills and get yeah, what like you in needed. the middle to be safe yeah, and comfortable. Yeah, he said there like, was no people that had more didn't show more um, healthiness or more happiness or a better quality of life if they had more. In fact, in some cases, it was worse because they had right. more well, to, have to manage. That's but what he I was said. That amount yeah. that allowed you to be able to pay your bills to be able to take care of your health and your needs and to be able to enjoy some of life was like kind of the magic number. And well, I, I think that's yeah. accurate. Yeah. And I was going to say like, that's where money can also a hundred percent, like bring more problems, yeah. like more stress, more yeah, for sure. anxiety, maybe depression. Like, like it yeah. can a hundred percent, like have a negative impact on your well being. Like if you have too much money and you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're doing like, think about it this way. Like imagine like, like somebody that wins the lottery, right? Like how many people are just going to be looking to use them and like not oh, being able that. to like Have really you watch that the lottery curse. No, I haven't oh, seen yeah. that, but I know it's real. There's a like... whole thing out there about the like lottery curse. People that win the lottery are actually the majority of them are worse off after than they were before. Yo, shout out that bro that won the it's 2 crazy. billion Cali. Like I think is I think your name's Edwin or something. Yo, Couple mil my way. You, invest? you, you feel invest? me? Like tap in, my boy. <laughs> also, did you see that somebody won the Mega Millions off of the Auburn Fred Meyer? Just no. down the road. They bought the winning ticket. Fuck, that should have been me, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was close to home. Yeah, that was a Mega Million. It's just not it was like a couple weeks ago, maybe now. Yeah, that'd be I saw it. That'd be fire to win the Mega Millions or like win the lottery, but honestly, fuck that because you better I wanna, take notes on the I wanna, lottery curse, though. I, I want to make my millies legitimately. Like, I want to be able to look back and be like, yeah, I fucking did that. Not the lottery, so. <laughs> I don't care. I'll take it however it comes. <laughs> I'm getting no. short on life. I don't got a lot of years No, because I've been telling you guys video. since I was young I was going to be a millionaire. So, if I won the lottery, then I can't really claim I'm a fucking millionaire because of what I did. Like, I'm just yeah. a millionaire, which I, I guess I can't. I'm, I'm a millionaire, but. But I want to I wanna make that, that money myself and then be able to, like, look back and be like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you need you, the ego you. with it. Yeah. I just want the dollars. No, I need the <laughs> ego with it. I need the I'm ego with it. I'm done with the ego. At 46 years, I've had enough. Yeah. I'll just take the money. Well. <laughs> That's a weird way to end this. I'm going to be a millionaire someday. Me too. We're going to catch you guys next week. <laughs> Don't do stupid shit. Make yeah. sure to like and subscribe and drop five stars on Apple, Spotify, all of that. Drop a comment on your opinions, on yeah. these questions, whatever. Like, tap in here, yeah. guys. Like, yeah. join us in the conversation. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Love you all. All right. We'll see you next week. Peace. Those.